Hey, Kyle, um, what, you, you know, you, you already mentioned you guys already have your starting quarterback in place. How hard was that was that choice to make when you guys uh, finally made, made that decision? Tough decision, but there was enough separation that uh, it was, uh, I don't want to say obvious, but it was, it was uh, apparent that uh, one had perform- outperformed the other two. And so uh, it wasn't a case where uh, we had none of the three performing at the level they needed to because all three were performing very well but one of them had separated himself and and uh enough separation where it was pretty unanimous as far as the coaching staff as to as to uh what direction we were going to go now andy andy obviously has the uh the most say well i i guess i would have the most say but but andy uh has uh you know i really trust andy and rely on him and lean on him for those decisions, and, and we were in the same camp on this one. Next, we'll go to Ryan Costeca from SI.com, followed by Cameron Livingston. Hey, Coach, how are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. So you talked about, you know, all camp, about how the offense is beginning to thrive and the defense still has work to do. Are you happy with the progress you've seen this week, especially now leading into next week, which is it's game prep week, it's time? Right, and the answer is, yeah, the short answer is yes. Defense has taken strides this week, but uh, – as we've known from the onset, there's what nine guys that we playing for us that have played virtually no Division One football uh, of any significance, and so it's been a, a process getting them up to speed. We're still not where we need to be, but the last few days have been very encouraging, and uh, we're going to have to, you know, these guys are going to have to play their way into uh, a I don't want to say a comfort level, but it, there's going to be a a uh, period of time where they're just going to have to get comfortable in a game situation. We're doing the best we can to, to simulate a, a game situation and put them in a lot of live work, but there's nothing really that can replicate an actual game and what it's going to be like. And so we're just trying to, to prep them as best we can. And then they're just going to have to settle in and get used to the speed of the game uh, when the season starts, if that makes sense. Cole Bagley from the Daily Utah Chronicle, followed by Josh Newman. Hey, Coach, uh, we spoke with a few of, of your freshman players this morning. Is there a common thread uh, amongst those guys that draws you to them that you want to bring them into the program? Talent is, is the common thread with that class. We, And I think that's a big reason, particularly on defense, that we were able to land a bunch of those guys is because of the what we were just talking about, the departure of nine starters and, and virtually every one of those guys in the NFL, I believe. Uh, is that right, Paul? I think so. But anyway, that, that – created opportunity for this recruiting class and that was a big selling point for a lot of these uh, freshmen is hey these guys are all gone there's a great opportunity for for young guys to come in and play right away and uh, i think that uh, was a big reason why we were able to attract and land so many of those uh, quality recruits on the defensive side we're thrilled with the offensive guys as well but but i think that really helped us out uh, with this recruiting class the opportunity that presented itself with the uh, departing guys Josh Newman, followed by Sammy Mora, Daily Utah Chronicle. Kyle, with um, with Tuesday, Election Day, being um, a mandatory day off, how does that alter what you guys are trying to accomplish during the week leading up to Arizona? Not a big deal because we've uh, been uh, scheduling and, and preparing for that as far as how we're structuring each practice to uh, compensate for that. And so what we'll do is we'll finish out this week, uh, a lighter day today, a heavy day tomorrow, 
Uh, players will have Sunday off, uh, and then we'll go ahead and ha have a heavy day on Monday, which would have been on a Tuesday. Monday would have been a light day uh, in a game week prep. And so essentially we're just swapping out uh, our heavy practice on Tuesday to Monday. Then Tuesday, obviously, nothing will go on. Then Wednesday will be a typical Wednesday, and we'll just lead right up into the game. So don't expect it to be a factor at all. And uh, the entire conference, or maybe even the country, I don't know how the whole country's handled, but the conference is all handling it the same way. So it's it's uh, the same for Arizona and everybody else in the league. I'm sure they have the same approach that we do. And just a quick follow-up. As we sit here on Friday morning, is there any clarity um, on Dalton Kincaid yet? Yes, good point. He's, he's eligible. That was a, a huge positive. Found out, uh, I believe it was Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon that we found out that the NC2A had granted him eligibility, and that was big because he is a, a fine player and is going to be uh, in our plans uh, right away. Paul, just bear with me. Sorry. With Kincaid in now, you have three guys who you seem to like, seem to trust. Um, how do you kind of manage that now having, you know, three legitimate options at tight end? Yeah, Andy will do a great job managing that and already has as far as personnel groups and and making sure that uh, we get the playmakers on the field and and uh, get the ball to the right guys. And, and uh, there'll be several balls, uh, enough balls to go around uh, for, for all involved. And, and uh, we actually have four tight ends. You know, when you talk about Thomas Yasmin, who has made a ton of progress, uh, not only this camp, but ever since he got here. And uh, then we have Ali Niamatololo, who's a guy that figures in there as well. So we, we feel we've got a, a great uh, stable of tight ends, and we're going to maximize what they, you know, what each of them brings. And uh, so, yeah, we just continue to proceed. Next, we'll go to Sammy Mora, Daily Utah Chronicle, followed by Cameron Livingston, Utah Man Podcast. Hey, Coach, so you talked about the kicking battle a couple weeks ago. Is there any update and any clarity on the kicking game for Utah? Absolutely. The update is there is no clarity, and uh, we're still we're still trying to determine who the guy is, uh, and it just it's like a, a great horse race. They're just jockeying for position. One will take a little bit of a lead, and the other one will nose by, and, and uh, which is not a concern because they're both kicking at a, at a high level and doing a good job. They're just so close that there's uh, no uh, separation yet. And, uh, you know, it's not like the quarterback position. We've got to see separation early and no, or not early, but uh, in advance of the game enough to, to you know, have them work with the ones, you know, the quarterback and so forth. The, the kicker is different. It's, you know, we could wait all the way up until game time, and it's not a big deal. You know, it's just a matter of uh, you know, choosing the right guy, hopefully. And then if we choose a guy and he, proves that he's uh, not really uh, able to do it under pressure, then we got options. And so we're not uh, concerned about it. It would be nice to know who the guy's going to be. Don't get me wrong, but but it's not imperative like quarterback or, or other positions. Next, we'll go to Cameron Livingston, followed by Trevor Allen. That's my mom's uh, maiden name. Maybe we'll relate it. <laughs> Thanks for your for your time today, Coach. Okay. Uh, looking back over the last couple of weeks for camp, what has been the biggest improvement for both the offense and the defense? That's a good question. I would say offensively, just the overall execution level. Um, early on, just like probably everyone in America, we're having some false starts and administrative penalties and a little bit of sloppy play. Everything's just tightened up. Uh, assignments. Are, are very solid, very few missed assignments. 
uh, very few mental errors. And so that's really offensively the, the uh, thing that you can see is everything just coming together and, and becoming a, uh, a well-oiled machine. Now, we'll have to see where we are for sure when we get in the game, but, but that's what you can see occurring in practice as we, as we progress through. Defensively, it's getting everyone on the same page. Like I said, a hundred times, there's guys that just uh, are brand new to this. And so it's been a, a, a much more lengthy process and it's still an ongoing process with those guys to get everyone in sync, everyone playing their gaps correctly, everyone pattern reading and dropping in the coverages correctly, uh, techniques and fundamentals in the secondary correctly when you're working with uh, almost exclusively sophomores and freshmen at the corner spot. It's, uh, it's been challenging, but uh, like I said, the talent is there. It's just a matter of those, these guys getting settled in and gaining confidence. Our final two will come from Trevor Allen, followed by Ryan Costeca, SI.com. Coach, we had uh, Jaron Kump, Xavier Carlton, and uh, Van, Van Fillinger on earlier. Can you just talk about each of those guys and, and what they bring to your program? Absolutely. Jaron Kump, start with him. We signed him, what, three years ago, went on a church mission, uh, got back just uh, just this year. Incredible physical specimen, 6'5 plus, probably closer to 6'6", 310 pounds, uh, very little body fat. I mean, the guy is just an incredibly fit human being and and uh, excellent feet, competitive, very smart, and uh, you're going to see a lot of him either in the starting lineup or in a rotation. He's a guy that that uh, has really impressed throughout this fall camp. Uh, incredible fitness level overall. Like I said, we run uh, gassers at the end of uh, <clears throat> some of the practices, and he is running at the same rate as the wide receivers. 310 pounds as far as the times that he's turning in for the gasser so it's he's, he's really a special kid and uh, to be able to come off a church mission and be a true freshman and be at the level he is right now is is phenomenal uh, I think Van and X were the other two you mentioned two outstanding freshman prospects you're going to see these guys on the field uh, on, on uh, Saturday week from tomorrow and they've they both got uh, great a great skill set uh, as far as their Physical stature, you know, 6'4 for Van and 6'6 for uh, X, and they're both 255, 260 right in that range and uh, have really progressed over the last four weeks since we've uh, been in pads, I guess three weeks now. So so very, very pleased with those guys. And, and like I said, those are two big-time recruits, those guys. Those last two, they had uh, a lot of options across the whole country, and uh, we're fortunate they decided to uh, stay home here at Utah. Our final question will come from Ryan Costeca. Coach, I assume you heard the news about Trevor Lawrence testing positive. How much do you reiterate to your players about the safety and the need, you know, to adhere to the protocols for the team? Only about 10 times a day. And uh, they hear it ad nauseum from us as coaches. They hear it from me every time we have a, a, a gathering of the entire team prior to practice, after practice. They hear it from their position coaches in their position meetings. They hear it from their coordinators in their unit meetings. It's a constant reminder and a constant, I don't want to say battle, but because uh, I, I believe our guys are doing a great job uh, keeping themselves out of harm's way. At least the test results will bear that out. And so it is something that we continually remind them of, harp on it, educate them, any new information we get. For example, the other day, someone knew there was something that if you eat out in a restaurant, you're twice as likely to, to get the virus than if you just eat at home. And just trying to continually educate them and uh, remind them to uh, 
that there's this is a time for sacrifice. Now it's hard. These guys are college kids, and there's it's a time in their lives where they should be having some social interaction and, and having a you know get together, but they can't do that. And that's just part of the deal. The sacrifice that they they need to make to uh, to uh, accomplish something that uh, you know, they're all striving for, and that's uh, trying to win football games.